Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. An industrial accident on the U.S. Gulf Coast is threatening to hurt the Biden administration's effort to supply energy to European countries seeking to cut their dependence on Russia. On Wednesday, an explosion shut down one of the country's most important liquefied natural gas export facilities, the Freeport LNG plant in Texas. That plant will now be offline for at least three weeks, and has been really important to the Biden administration's goal of securing at least 15 billion cubic meters of LNG for Europe following the Russian invasion of Ukraine. So today, I chat with Politico's Ben Lefebvre about how a temporary shutdown in Texas might impact energy supply in Europe. It's Friday, June 10th. Ben, the Freeport LNG facility will be offline for at least three weeks following an explosion there on Wednesday. So do we know what happened to cause that explosion? We don't yet. We know that on Wednesday there was an explosion followed by a fire. It lasted about 20 minutes, it sounds like. It sounds like it was put out pretty quickly. We do know that officials from Texas City were sent there to help with cleanup of pollution in the water and that the Coast Guard put basically like a four-mile kind of no-go zone around the facility. The facility itself is on an island that's on the Gulf Coast, about an hour south of Houston. But for right now, all we know is that the investigation is ongoing and that the facility will be down for at least three weeks. We don't know if it'll be longer than that. Wow. And just how important is this particular facility to the U.S. LNG export industry? It's pretty important. It's got a capacity of 2.2 billion cubic feet a day. Just to put that in perspective, that is like 20% of the total U.S. LNG output. And it's I think it's about like 2% of total U.S. natural gas demand, I mean, just by itself. A lot of it had been going to Europe. The company's CEO was at the big energy conference in Houston in March. And at that time, he said like, Almost all of their output had been heading to Europe. So it's a pretty big deal for the goal that the Biden administration has set to get like 15 billion cubic meters of gas to Europe by the end of this year. And to have that offline, it has people kind of eyeing that pledge to see if it's still doable. Yeah. What are experts telling you about just what the implications might be for Europe's energy supply, given they're trying to increase their imports of U.S. LNG. You mentioned that specific target the administration has set in tandem with Europe. So just how in jeopardy might that be because of this shutdown of a facility? What people are telling me is that it's the good old phrase, too soon to tell. It basically it matters how close they can nail that three-week window of, to bring it back up into operation. If it's only offline for three weeks, people have told me it won't be a huge deal. I talked to someone at the LNG Trade Association earlier this week who said at that time the U.S. was about 60 percent of the way on meeting that goal that the Biden administration had set. And then they said, you know, basically the, the thought was we'd hit that goal by the end of summer and then we'd still have LNG going to Europe afterward. When I talked to this guy earlier, he still thought we were going to be able to make that goal, but he wasn't so sure we'd have any extra. 
So the worry is that the inspection or the investigation may wind up in three weeks, but then you have repairs. You might have to deal with if the investigation and what happened brings up any issues that will take longer to resolve that could bring more delays into view. But for right now, it's still pretty squarely like we have to wait and see. Yeah. And as you report, though, the Freeport outage is immediately showing some impacts in global natural gas markets. So what are we seeing so far and what are the chances people in the U.S. start to feel whatever impacts there are? Well, it'll depend. Um, The impact was like almost right away. We saw U.S. natural gas prices fall pretty sharply. They were over, I think it was like $9.50 a million MMBTU right before the news of the explosion came out. And then it, you know, went down to like $8. It's rebounded since then, but it's still a pretty good decline. In Europe, it actually was the opposite. We've reported this in the past, how global the U.S. natural gas market it's become. It used to be kind of whatever happened in the U.S. as far as natural gas was concerned stayed in the U.S. Now it's got global ramifications. We saw natural gas prices in in the Netherlands, which is like one of the big import spots for U.S. LNG. Prices there like rose by 10% when news got out of this, showing that Europeans were figuring they were going to have to scramble to make up the cargoes they were going to lose out of Freeport. But in the U.S., it's not likely that the average consumer is going to see a drop in any of their bills right away because of the outage. Basically, because Freeport is sending less natural gas abroad, the thought is there's more of it sitting at home and that'll weigh in on prices. But unlike oil prices, where if they fall right away or go up right away, you'll see changes at your corner gasoline station. That doesn't really happen with natural gas. Even if prices dive like 10%, you see that indirectly, but you don't see it like there's no corner natural gas store where you see a sign saying what prices are today. Also, the Government Accountability Office offered some major conclusions to the Department of Energy in a new report released on Thursday. For one, the federal watchdog says the Energy Department lacks a, quote, comprehensive plan to deal with disaster response and recovery. And two, the department has failed to learn from recent natural disasters and blackouts. The GAO did make one recommendation. DOE should develop a, quote, comprehensive approach to enhance coordination among its disaster response, grid recovery, and technical assistance efforts. The conclusion from the federal watchdog is notable since extreme events that destabilize the power grid are becoming more common, according to GAO. In 2018 alone, 13 events impacted the grid. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Nirmal Malaikal is the podcast producer. Raghu Manuvalan edited the show this week. Jenny Ament is the executive producer of audio at Politico. Our editors are Matt Daly and Gloria Gonzalez. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back Monday. Did you know that Chevron is exploring ways to expand their hydrogen fuel production to help make heavy-duty transport lower carbon? Find out more at chevron.co slash hydrogen fuel.